Hello, and welcome to A Life of Amuna. This week's episode is dedicated to a dear friend of mine who I'm very excited to tell you about today. In her merit, I'd also like to dedicate this episode to all the hostages still trapped in Gaza at this moment. May Hashem bless them, comfort them, and keep them safe. And most importantly, may Hashem please bring them all home immediately. In the last episode, I mentioned that I'd finally decided that I wanted to go through an Orthodox conversion, and I was committed to not stopping until I figured out what I needed to do to get started. After a slightly rocky first couple of months, I was blessed to find an incredible book, which was a guide for someone who wanted to begin the process. From this book, I discovered I would need three things to officially get started on my journey to Judaism. First, I would need to be a part of an Orthodox community meaning I'd need to live within walking distance of a synagogue, start becoming friends with Jewish families, and begin understanding what it truly means to live a Jewish life. Since I didn't currently live near a community at that time, this meant I'd need to move somewhere else. The second thing I would need is a mentor, a person who would oversee my learning, teach me new things, and act as an example of how to be Jewish, and especially a Jewish woman. But most important, the third thing I would need is to find a sponsoring rabbi. This is someone who would kind of vouch for you. You know, they'd see you showing up to shul for weekly services and on holidays. They would see that you were progressing through your learning and would accompany you to the meetings with the Beistin, which is the Jewish rabbinical court system. While at the meetings, the sponsoring rabbi would give insights about your progress and provide recommendations to the judges. Ugh, this is a pretty daunting list to be honest. So before I got too ahead of myself, I knew the first thing I would need to do was focus on finding a new home. The only problem was I had no idea where I wanted to end up. So I started this silly little spreadsheet where I'd research various cities and write out the pros and cons. And then I'd list statistics like housing prices, what the job market was like, how big the Jewish community was, and even things like what the weather was like. And little by little, I was starting to narrow down some cities I was interested in. I'm not saying this is an entirely bad approach, because a person does have to do their hishtadlis or due diligence when trying to make decisions or accomplish things in life. But it became evident quite early on that I wouldn't be able to rely solely on spreadsheets, statistics, or charts and graphs to make this important decision. So I really stepped up my prayers, asking for guidance from Hashem. But weeks went by, and nothing was really happening. Nothing was changing, and I can't tell you how unbelievably frustrating that felt. So one night, as I lay in bed, these feelings of intense despair washed over me, and I began to cry. My prayers to Hashem soon turned into desperate pleas for help. And with tears streaming down my face, I cried out, Please, God, just give me hope that this is even possible. I want to convert so badly, so please, just give me hope. Over and over, I repeated those words until eventually I did drift off to sleep. The next morning, I noticed a message in my Instagram inbox from a talented artist named Tikva. As it turns out, she was a young, observant Jewish woman who had just happened to reach out to me, seemingly very randomly, with a friendly hello. We're still not 100% sure what prompted the initial contact, although both of us are artists, so maybe I'd reacted to one of her stories and she was replying, or maybe she was responding to something she'd seen on my page, but whatever the reason, we started talking and I soon came to tell her how I was trying to begin an Orthodox conversion. I'll never forget the beautiful way she responded. She didn't reject the idea or question why I'd want to do something like that. Instead, she said, oh, that's great. Do you want to learn together? I was overcome with joy at the possibility of having a real Jewish friend who I could finally talk to. This small act of kindness on Tikva's part was a huge boost of energy for my soul. I didn't feel so alone on my journey anymore, and I felt like things were finally starting to progress. 
It was hopeful and I felt strong enough for whatever lay ahead. Interestingly enough, not long after starting this new friendship, I was trying to learn some Hebrew words and I stumbled upon the Hebrew word tikva. I immediately recognized the Hebrew letters for my friend's signature on her paintings. When I discovered that her, meant, her name meant hope, my heart literally skipped a beat. I was transported to the night not long before when I had laid in bed begging God to give me hope, and quite literally, he did. In that moment, I was overcome with absolute gratitude and sheer awe over this incredible answer to my prayers. There, in my lowest moment, Hashem was showing his kindness and mercy by sending me such a special person. Even more miraculous, however, is that Tikva's in instrumental role in God's plan for me wasn't over yet. One day, during one of our learning sessions, she asked, where was it what, that you were thinking about moving to? At the time, I was thinking about perhaps going to Milwaukee, and she suddenly remembered that several years earlier, she had gone to summer camp with a girl whose father was on the base dinner. Tikva kindly said she would reach out to the family and explain my situation, and in less than 24 hours, I received a cheerful phone call from this rabbi asking what he could do to assist. After speaking with him and his wife, they told me they didn't live in Milwaukee anymore, but instead were right outside Chicago. Somehow, I didn't even know there was a community there, which obviously meant it wasn't on my spreadsheet. But they told me about all the reasons why they thought Chicago would be a good fit for me, and even asked if I'd like to come out for a visit to check it out. Okay, you'll have to tune in to future episodes to find out what happens next. But in that moment, it finally felt like things were really swinging into motion. I absolutely love sharing this story because I feel like so much can be learned from it. First, we learn about the incredible power of prayer. There are so many times in life where we find ourselves in a difficult situation or see things going on in the world that fill us with despair. But we always must remember that Hashem can change everything in an instant. Hope is always within our reach, and Hashem is constantly listening to us. So keep praying, keep saying to Hillam, and never give up, because everything is possible through Hashem. The second thing I love to think about with this story is how incredible it is that God is working behind the scenes of our lives, setting things up for us to succeed. We might not always get to see his work in an obvious way, but in this case, there was so much Hashkaka Pradas or divine providence involved. I mean, what are the odds that two separate sets of parents from two different states both decide to send their daughters to the same summer camp in the same year? And what are the odds that those two particular girls would become friends and exchange emails? Then, what are the chances that the first girl would be able to find the other girl's email address after so many years? I mean, this could have been maybe around a decade at this point. And what are the chances that the second girl would respond so quickly back to her? Okay, maybe in the Jewish world this isn't so uncommon. But what really amazes me is when I think about what I was doing in my life that seven to ten years prior to meeting Tikva. Whatever that time frame would have been that she would have been at summer camp. Basically, that period of time for me would have been not long after I had received so many rejections from the various rabbis in the San Francisco area, which meant I'd essentially given up on ever becoming Jewish. I thought it was completely impossible. But in God's infinite wisdom, he knew when the right timing would be for me, and that I actually would have another opportunity to pursue a conversion. So he started setting things up, knowing that one day I'd meet Tikva, and knowing that that friendship with this other girl would open up doors for me. And every time I think back about that, I'm just blown away. The last thing I've learned from the story is how important it is to have an open mind and an open heart. And there are two ways to do this. The first is to have faith in Hashem's plans for you. 
When I finally decided to convert, my prayers always included the following sentiment. I'd say something like, Hashem, I really want this to happen and I trust you fully. If you provide me with an opportunity, no matter how crazy it might seem, I'll take it. So please just guide me as you see fit. Having this mindset of betachem or trust in Hashem and being open to him has unlocked so many doors for me. The second way to be open is to realize that we might be the person Hashem decides to use to fulfill his plans. For example, in this story, Hashem arranged my and Tikva's life so that we would meet in this very specific moment in time. But in order for things to progress the way that it did, it was Tikva that needed to have an open and receptive mind to Hashem's guidance. And because she was open, she was inclined to speak with me and to be friendly, and she was inspired to learn with me and ask questions and help me make connections. Not everyone would do that for a complete stranger. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is get ready, because you never know when Hashem might take you down an unexpected path, or perhaps you might be the messenger for one of Hashem's incredible miracles. And that's what a life of Muna is all about. Oh, hey, before you go, did you know you can leave comments and questions for me directly in the Spotify app? All you have to do is click into any episode, go to the episode description, and scroll down until you see the link to leave me a voice message. As I mentioned, this is our collective journey of Amuna, so I'd really love to hear from you. And of course, if you don't want to miss any episodes, please follow and share with your friends as well. Thanks! Thanks!